1: We are back on a Tuesday night. It is episode 156. Now, I told you, I told you things were going to get popping. Things were going to get booming with Spider-Man No Way Home. As you've already recalled, I did my Spooler free review On Friday night going into Saturday morning and today it's going to be no holds barred all spoilers but then I thought to myself you know what I can't do this alone the same way Spidey couldn't do it alone Spidey couldn't do it alone he needed help and you know what I need help too I said that I would have a guest and by god do I have an awesome guest he is a content producer works great with audio does magnificent at 77 wabc He is a colleague of mine, really good dude, really good friend. I can't give enough praise about him. Hopefully, after this episode finishes, you can definitely reach out to him if you need help. Of course, he ain't free. I'm just letting you know now, he ain't free. You know him, you love him, and you'll get to meet him. My boy, Rodwell Jeffrey, also known as Rod. What's up, man? How you doing?
0: Boy, Michael, appreciate you so much. You're the one. You're the man. You work so hard. You're so driven, dedicated, and you're a man who knows his comics. So I I can't wait for this discussion.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I don't know if I have ever gotten that much praise before because, as you (laughs) know, our, uh, well, I don't know if I should call him a colleague, but uh, our mutual partner, Sid Rosenberg. I've had his son on the podcast just two weeks ago, and, uh, you know, he he doesn't follow any of this. His son does. but he doesn't, which I thought
0: was hilarious. Yeah, that's usually how it goes. Like, like it's just a whole different world when you switch generations. So, <laughs> I picture him, his son coming home, talking about like Spider-Man. He's like, yo, what are you talking about, bro? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about?
1: You know what? Chances are that is the case. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Let's not beat around the bush anymore. First of all, I want to reenact one of the scenes, one of the beginning of the scenes. Dude. Dude.
0: Dude. 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 <laughs> Dude, yo,
1: Bro, what, where where do you even want to begin? Like, for, first of all, let me ask you this:
0: Yes, sir. Did
1: this movie exceed your expectations?
0: Okay, so I think I don't know if it's recency bias, but mm-hmm. one of the greatest Marvel, like top three, automatic. Because if we go by the numbers, I think they said Spidey was second highest grossing right behind endgame yes
1: in the you first know, weekend
0: and the first bro like we're still in the first week so when you hit that bar it's just like you know it's hype and then when you think about spider-man it's since oh two like this has been since 2002 in the making i agree so Hype has been since toby Maguire. every time they switch spider-man it's just like what are they doing? So that they had the, the baggage of all of that. So this movie had to be the one and I got to see it again. Cause I know you saw it twice.
1: Yes. And it, I'm going it, to see it a 000, third time sometime this week. A thousand percent. Cause it's
0: that type of movie where, where it's just like, I'm in the theater and I'm like, I got to watch this again. Like I, <laughs> I got I to gotta go through it, but like end game, if we can reference that a couple times in this interview, man. Yeah. I, like, I, like I said, no holds barred. I've seen end game like nine times really i had to live through that and when i was in the theater with endgame i had to like stop and look around and be like yo this is a moment in time like i saw it thursday opening night and then i had that same feeling when i saw spider-man like i looked around i was like i'm glad i can experience this because one one for the ages bro
1: when you saw it the first time were you bothered by any of the uh uh I'm not going to say, you know what? Let's call them trolls. The people that would talk and their phones out and the distractions and, oh my God, yo, yo, this is awesome. yo, You know, whispering. And you you would just want to say to yourself, shut the fuck up. Are we talking Endgame or Spider-Man?
0: Both. So I'm going to take it a little back to Infinity War. Uh Because when Infinity War came out, I didn't get, I didn't pre-order tickets, none of that. I was just winging it, like opening day Friday. I was just like, oh, like I'll, I'll see Infinity War. And like I'm, a, I'm not a Marvel like heavy head, but with mm. the movie, I love the movie. So I was just like, yeah, I'll go see it, bro. I'm waiting to go in my theater, and then um the theater exits, and then some dude he literally just like walked up to me. He was just like, yo, wasn't that Captain Marvel at the end? Oh God! Oh no! Then no. I'm, I'm- <laughs> Infinity War, bro. Halfway through, somebody busts through the door, and he goes, everybody dies. I was just. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So when I saw End Game, I made sure I got the pre tickets. Deleted the Instagram. I had my headies on, had my blinders on. Sat down on my seat. My my uh, somebody next to me, like I, I went by myself. I asked him, I'm like, you good? You guys the bathroom? He's like, yo, I'm chilling, bro. One of the best movie experiences of my life. So when Spider Man tickets went on sale, this was like three weeks ago. You know yeah. this? Like three weeks ago, yeah. I made sure got the tickets. I saw it at Times Square, which was like a little shaky, but like I had to see it right after work, so I, I had to run over there. <laughs> but I I had my headies in, blinders on. I got in the theater the in the theater Thursday, because you know, real ones got to see it Thursday. That oh yeah, got to see it Thursday. So I went in the theater. Everything was cool, like you you know you have the theater was filling up. Saw like a three-year-old walk in. I was like, here we oh, go, man. Movie start, three-year-old, ah. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? My my theater was my theater was pretty tame. And you need the energy. Like, I averaged seven. I'm not a clapping dude. Like I never clap. I averaged Mm -hmm. seven claps, four, oh my gods, three. Like I was going nuts, and the theater was matching that energy. So that's another thing that makes this movie so incredible was that everybody was going through that same energy together. You know what I mean? So it's
1: think- it's am- it's amazing to me on how many people could actually go through their way and actually like it. <sighs> I don't want to say, ruin. you know what, let's say ruin. They ruin the experience for hardcore or even casual fans like many people. Especially when it comes to a movie that, like you just said, this was 20 years in the making. Mm -hmm. And nobody else knew about it. We didn't even think this was possible until now. Infinity War and Endgame was 10 years. And then Mm -hmm. we go through these motions where we want to see a movie so badly, the anticipation, it grows. And it builds and our our anxiety increases and the adrenaline is pumping. And then all of a sudden we make a mistake. We go online, Mm. someone says something. Someone posts something, someone says, dude, we're gonna get to the reveals later on. Trust me on that, to the three reveals. But for some weird reason, the internet could not let go to just let the leaks and the spoilers and everything, leave it alone leave it alone why would you want to do it to yourself
0: ever since i promise you ever since infinity i was like this is never gonna happen like this again i said if i don't see movies opening night like there's there's nothing you can do about it because for some reason endgame did amazing with their campaign of like yo no spoilers for like two weeks yes and with with spider-man i don't know what the energy was i think it's just like different social ways that people interact because like TikTok spoilers were nuts, like IG stories were nuts. So it's just on some people, maybe like you said, Endgame was like 10 years in the making. This was 20 years in the making. So you're going through so many different generations of people absorbing the movie. So maybe it's just like a different standard. I don't know. Maybe people have been cooped up for so long that they don't remember how the etiquette is. But I knew for 100,000%, I needed to see this movie Thursday. Because Thursday night thursday night because yes. if yes not i was gonna see something i didn't want to see mind you even at work like i was looking up old spider-man scenes like from spider-man 2 blah 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 seen, <laughs> like something mind you i'm, I'm on incognito because like i don't want any i don't want any problems so i look at the corner of my eye you know how you have the suggested videos yeah i see i see oh zendaya falls down uploaded three hours ago i'm like dog the movie not even out yet <laughs> I never Xed out so fast. I was like, I can't even go on incognito to look up Spider-Man from 10 years ago. So I'm I'm like, bro, I can't even imagine. Imagine somebody who uh, didn't see the movie. Yet. It's all good. Imagine somebody <laughs> who didn't see the movie now trying to bob and weave spoilers. Like
1: it's, it's, it's hard. It, it's it's hard, it really is. And we have to uh make it a point on ourselves to try to see if we could in any way literally isolate ourselves from everything that's going on, from the world itself. And it sucks. It's hard because we don't want to live like that. Yeah. But we have to. But w- regardless, we both enjoyed it. I watched it Thursday night. I watched it the next night, Friday night. I'm going to try to see it again, maybe Christmas Eve. I don't know for sure yet. I don't know oh. for sure. I like that. But with that being said, let's get right into it. Let's do it. First, first and foremost... You know, we we already asked the question. Which cameo? No, you know what? That that's too early to say. That's that's okay. too early to say. Right. The when I saw Matt Murdock, Daredevil, <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> my girlfriend that was with me, I call her my lazy panda. My girlfriend that was with me had no idea who this character was. That's she hilarious. saw him. Mm -hmm. Like, she saw him once at, at, you know, in one of the Daredevil shows, but she couldn't remember. Mm -hmm. So as soon as I saw the cane, I'm like, yes. Fucking yeah. First first and foremost, did you see Hawkeye yet? Are you up to date with Hawkeye? I'm caught up. So you do know the reveal for episode five. Are we talking spoilers Hawkeye too? You know what? It's been about a week, so let's do it. Spoilers, by the way, for Hawkeye. alert. Alert. Spoiler alert for Hawkeye. Episode five, they revealed that Kingpin. Oh, the man, Wilson Fisk. Wilson Fisk is now in the show. Mm. And once that happened, I'm like, OK, now the rumors about Matt Murdock has to be true. Because,
0: like, you know, like a- as soon as Daredevil, one of the like greatest Marvel shows ever, when that got canceled, there were just rumors flying about trying to reintroduce that same character. Cause you know how like they, they recast sometimes they really mm-hmm. want to keep that actor in the universe as him, because he did such a great job as their So when he pulled, like, I'm really glad that that's one of the secrets that they were able to keep for this movie, because that scene was nuts. Like it happened so fast. The brick came out of nowhere. He's like, boom, bam. Like it was, it was <laughs> fun. I'm so glad that they, they got to keep at least that moment because, If you want to fast forward a little bit to, obviously, everyone knows the Amazing Spider-Man 2 moment with Gwen Stacy, and you know how that happened. And they shadowed that with the Zendaya moment. I thought that if the trailers didn't show that moment, and people got to experience that in real time, theater would have went nuts. Oh, yeah. Like, it would have been crazy. But, yeah, that cameo was
1: switching switching topics a little bit since we are on the topic of Daredevil making his cameo and you know what he was effective because a lot of people actually put the pieces together because we're not stupid like we do we try to put the pieces together as best we can and we thought that maybe this would be Peter Parker's lawyer is the introduction or the inclusion of Kingpin ruined Daredevil season three the finale and And the reason why I asked this question and um, let's backtrack a little bit Mm -hmm. in Daredevil season three, the whole I beat you speech Mm, where he where he was pummeling the shit out of Kingpin. Daredevil was beating his ass and he was telling (laughs) him and he was telling him, you're going to go away and you will never get out. You're going to go away for a very long time. Mm -hmm. If you get out and you do something, I'm going to hunt your wife. Yeah. Now that Kingpin is out, did Daredevil fail? And did that ruin the ending for Daredevil season 3?
0: I might have to watch that episode of Hawkeye again because was it that same actor that was in Daredevil? Like did you see that?
1: Vincent D'Onofrio, absolutely. They they showed a they showed a picture of him and I'm like, "Oh, that's Clint, that's clearly Vincent
0: D'Onofrio." I think um if we're breaking the fourth wall because Hawkeye episode 6 comes out uh tomorrow. Tomorrow. I think we got to see how they integrate that universe. Cause I don't know if they're really going to take that because it was so independent of, uh, I don't want to say Marvel, but like the Netflix shows. Yeah, exactly. So like, I don't know if they're they're living two different worlds. I don't know if they're going to integrate that show into this, but I think that's something we got to like, see how they play it out because I don't envision them adapting the whole thing and saying like, Hey, all this is canon. And like, here you go. I feel like they're going to make their tinkers, you know, here and there. So we make
1: sense. That. Makes sense. All right. So back to the movie real quick. Well, not real quick. Back to the movie. Yeah. <laughs> so Dr. Strange. Oof.
0: get him. Yep. Yes, sir.
1: You know what? Like before entering this movie, I thought that including him was going to be a bit of a letdown because I thought they were going to replace him in Tony Stark's shoes and being like a mentor for Peter. But but no, like he actually contributed to the entire plot because it was Peter that came to him for help, asking him to make the whole world forget if Peter Parker was Spider-Man. But of course, Peter's a kid realizing there are consequences to your actions was fucking up the spell and the narrative that instead of Peter Parker forgetting who uh, I'm sorry, instead of the world forgetting who Peter Parker is for Spider-Man. They're bringing in people that knows that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Yep. That was perfect writing. Mm. It, it was amazing. Everything flowed so naturally.
0: Bringing up Doctor Strange, that was actually one of my biggest qualms when it came to Spider-Man because we saw Doctor Strange in the trailer and they showed that he was doing the spell. It showed that, like, Peter was fucking up the spell. But then since the trailer, I thought to myself, like, we watched Doctor Strange fight Dormammu like 7,000 times. So he <laughs> had the wisdom of like knowing how powerful his his like magic is and the consequences of that. So the the whole time I'm seeing the the trailers of Spider-Man, I'm just like, why would Doctor Strange perform something so powerful? Like, why would he just change reality off of a favor? Like that's something that I I kept struggling with because I couldn't see Doctor Strange doing something so stupid for no reason mm. but maybe like seeing this movie and like i said i gotta see it again i think my my question has been answered a little bit because that one scene where wong was in the like you know their house yes and strange had mentioned that he's not the sorcerer supreme anymore i thought that, scene that is was true. so important because it made me feel like dr strange was a little lost because he lost like his purpose cuz that was his thing so for Wong for Wong to be the new OG it's like i feel i feel as if doctor strange was just looking for something to do so when peter came around it's just like damn i can i can at least help him so that kind of made it make sense in my head and also i feel like doctor strange didn't have knowledge of the multiverse yet because he wouldn't envision that there's multiple universes with different Peter Parkers and that it would be such a colossal mistake. So they kind of did him justice because for the life of me, I could not understand, like, why would he do such a reality bending thing for, for a kid? Like, that doesn't make sense. And at the same time, he was like, yo, Peter, you didn't call? Like, (laughs) <laughs> what, what you um, that was that was one major qualm i had with like the dr strange storyline and also a part that gets me so livid dr strange he took an l to peter if, if we gonna if we gonna be honest because they're they're mm. shooting hands one v one and then he takes them you know to the mirror dimension peter gonna say hold up, ma- magic is geometry like all right he said yeah, beat <laughs> his ass with math.
1: Now, okay, well, let's let's look at the flip side of that coin. Let's look at the flip side of that coin, real quick. So, to answer your question, I think it all comes down to Doctor Strange doing a favor for Peter. He knows that Peter is struggling. He knows that Peter is young, and yes. they did save the world together. So, wow. they're not they're not close friends, but they are acquaintances. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's like, you know what? I'll do this one little thing for you. He didn't think it was going to backfire the way it did. Right. And he has done the spell before with right. Wong and with other people.
0: I mean, sure to say that.
1: Exactly. So the fact that they included that in and he did it as a favor, he's like, yo, you know what? Let me help you out because you've been right. through enough as it is. Mm-hmm. But when they were in the mirror dimension, I think Dr. Strange was actually holding back because if he wanted to, if he really wanted to over. Y-
0: exactly. But e- exactly. I, if you're strange and you see Peter's Loki giving you the hands, and that's a theme of this movie, hands, like you gotta, you can't, you can't go <laughs> back. Like, him <laughs> with math. Like, what do we do? Like you are the source, like you were the sorcerer. I'm like math. Geometry? <laughs> Come on,
1: man. Come on now. I don't if, know. If it helps, I don't think he's ever faced an opponent that could literally use that against him.
0: Right. That's a
1: Because great- it, 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 it reminds me of one of those moments are you smarter than a fifth grader? We can't beat those little fuckers in terms of uh-huh. yeah. uh, like chemistry or it's their lane. They stay in their lane. We have I, ours.
0: I think that's a great point. Like just matchup wise, it was a bad matchup. So, uh huh. <laughs> if if we do one v ones, it's probably a bad matchup. So I, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that.
1: Well, then this rolls into the villains. Aside from William Defoe, because let's face it, he was one of the main stars of the movie. Mm-hmm. Who else did you love in in its in, in it of its
0: entirety? I. I'm going to tell you, I didn't really... Because I think everyone's next, obviously, if you're not doing Green Goblin. Doc Ock was definitely, like, next up to bat. Like, everybody loved... His scene on the bridge was phenomenal. But I was really let down with, like, Sandman and Electro. Really? Why is that? I just felt like... I felt like they... Like, what are they doing? Like, if we think about Sandman from Spider-Man 3... He had that whole redemption of like, I'm not I'm not really a bad guy. You know, I, I did this for my daughter. What happened to your uncle was an accident. So he mm-hmm. had that redemption arc. And this movie kind of brought the villains back to when they were of evil mental. But for Sandman, it's just, it felt, it felt on some, he was all over the place. He's like, yeah, Rock with Peter. And fuck you. And, I'm <laughs> with you. and let me beat your ass. It's just like, what are we doing? Lizard was in the van. When Peter was trying to make moves, he was in the van chilling. So I'm just on some, what are we doing? I really liked uh, Jamie. I really liked him, but his one-liners didn't really hit like that. But I'm not really mad at Jamie for that. I just felt it was it was Green Goblin. Like that's that's what you came to see. So-
1: the villains, the, the villains really surprised me on the fact that every single one of them that did come back and you, you know what you are right on the fact that their motivations where they were evil, but then it was clear that they were taken from different points of time. So it's not really understood in terms of what their mentality is. Yeah. But we know that Sandman is a very distrusting person, even though he has been redeemed, he's still Sandman. Right. And the main theme of this movie is to give second chances. Mostly to cure them over what they're going through. Yeah. I will say, however, the biggest letdown for me, and I understand why the movie decided not to do this. This is the closest representation we have to the Sinister Six. And there's only five of them.
0: Ooh, Vulture was in jail chilling.
1: That bummed me out.
0: Vulture was in jail chilling. Oh,
1: that bummed though, me
0: the, out. You know, would have been would have been nuts. A couple, like a five second scene. Of like just cutting to him, they got the the, the six. It would have been it would have been crazy. It would have been crazy.
1: Yeah, but can you honestly say that he's already been redeemed from Homecoming?
0: Hundred percent. Like he, because if we think back to Homecoming, he he had that scene where he was in jail and he could have spoke on Peter's identity, but he didn't because they had that bond. So it's just like you're right. It wouldn't have made sense just to throw him in as an evil guy because he redeemed himself.
1: And I do get that they did not introduce a sixth person because if they did, they would have had more screen time. They would have had to replay a backstory for that character. Yeah, the yeah. development would have been rushed and there would be been no reason for that to happen. That's so that. even though I do understand why the movie decided not to do that, it still bumps me out because it's called the Sinister Six for mm-hmm. a reason.
0: And then you could have had that moment. So,
1: Exactly. So I guess I'll take what I can get. Yeah. Also, another thing that bumped me out since we're talking about the villains now and and Doc Gock, it bothered me. Even though it would have not have changed the end result, it bothered me that they cured him before the final fight. Mm. That that bothered me, because I understand he was subdued by the nanotech from Peter's uh, Iron Spider suit, right. which was which was funny as hell to me.
0: Yeah, he like, Bluetooth to his arms. <laughs> <laughs> said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the
1: most advanced scientists in Spider Man lore gets overtaken by
0: Bluetooth. By Bluetooth, bro. By Wi Fi. Like, that's <laughs> nuts. <laughs> <laughs> nuts. Out, said, hold up. What you mean? Like, because you know, they didn't have Bluetooth back in 02 like that. They so didn't. Out, confused. He's
1: like, yo, what's going on? Oh, so, my God. That's... But the fact that they cured him before the final fight, I really wanted to see Doc Ock join the villains Ooh. against the main three. And I felt like, God damn, why'd you have to cure him before?
0: I think that brings it back to, like, the motives of the villains. Because uh-huh. Spider-Man 2, like, he was never a bad guy. It was just the, It was just the arms controlling his brain. So it's on some that was who he was the whole time. He was a good guy from jump. It was just the the arms controlling him. So that kind of did him justice to like pay homage to him from Spider-Man 2. Cause like I said, that's who he was, you know. And at the same time, Peter, he he can't fight. He cannot see four people on the 1v1s. Like he can't, like he's getting jumped. He cannot. They need a Doc Ock on his side, man. Yeah, that's true. There's some OP OGs on that side. Once you have Electro with the Arc Reactor, Sandman, this is some heavy hitters, bro.
1: There, there is especially with the amount of stakes that was going on.
0: Hundred percent, hundred percent.
1: ant May's death. <laughs> for There's another for, one of my qualms, Mike. For for the listeners that, <laughs> for the listeners, he just got up. <laughs> yup. <yep. laughs> Did you shed a tear?
0: Let me tell you why I didn't. Okay. Oh, so, that scene happened. Green Goblin bust through the through the wall. Aunt May, she you could tell you could tell off the walk off like she was a little wobbly. I was like, oh, that that don't look good. Uh huh. And then Ble- bleeding internally. Yeah, bro. Oh my God. So that scene was emotional, he- hella emotional. But then what got me so upset was. Peter, I felt like he wasn't in his bag. Aunt May—that that's literally all he has. Like every Spider-Man lost their Uncle Ben, but for him to lose Aunt May and Tony, I feel like our Tom Holland Spider-Man—he's lost so much. So for mm-hmm. him to lose Aunt May, I thought Tom would have gave us more. Because I'm sitting there like this—this this feels like a regular Samaritan that died, not your literal family lifeline. Mm. So I got to see that movie again, because that scene, I thought Tom Holland could have went crazy on that scene, because literally that's the only family he has left.
1: So and you're saying gone. that it wasn't emotionally as impactful as it should have been?
0: No, nah, it should have been. He should have gave it to us, because if we dial back, you remember the, the moment where Doc Ock first got introduced and they're going back and forth on the bridge? Yes. You remember that line where Doc Ock was like, and I should have killed your girl? Peter said the fuck you say to me bro? <laughs> Peter said no 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 cuz what are we not about to do and then he went nuts. So when your aunt may dies it's just on some you you got to lose it. But I don't know. Maybe I got to see it again, maybe the moment maybe I just wasn't in the moment but I, wasn't, you know, I don't know. I uh, you
1: know I I do I I do agree and disagree with you because For me, I didn't shed a tear because I kind of expected for it to happen.
0: Yeah. It it is... felt it a little bit.
1: Exactly. It is the third movie of Tom Holland's trilogy. Mm -hmm. There has to be a major
0: loss.
1: (laughs) There has to be. And Mm -hmm. I guess with how they were building it, especially with her giving the uh, with great power comes great responsibility line. You know, let's sidetrack just for a little bit. Yeah. It still bothers me. And once again, I can understand why they didn't do this. It still bothers me. There's been no mentioning of uncle Ben at all throughout the home, th- the home
0: films. We've seen uncle Ben three times. Like we've seen him get yeeted. Well, we've seen him get yeeted twice. Twice. So it's, it's, I kind of get that because in this saga of Spider-Man, they really wanted uh, Tony to take that role. Yeah. So, I I kind of, I kind of like that. And then I really like how, you know, Aunt May delivered the line, but she did it a little, a little differently, because at the end of the day, she's not Uncle Ben. So they, they made sure to change that dynamic in this Spider-Man, because mm-hmm. seeing it twice already, it's just like, damn, you're gonna take Uncle Ben three times? <laughs> like, so it, I kind of get it.
1: But no mentioning at all, not even a picture, yeah, not even... Yeah,
0: uh, not even a picture. Oh, Uncle Ben used to cook like this. Like, they could have had this or something.
1: If anything, there was only one, just one reference. This was in Homecoming, and I remember this, because I had, had to watch every single Did movie you? up uh-huh. to this point, where Ned found out, you know, Ned saw Peter crawling through, and he broke his Lego set or whatever the hell that thing was. Yeah, yeah. And start. he was like, yo, I got to tell somebody. And Peter was like, no, you can't. Because if she freaks out, I freak out. And with everything that she's been through, I can't do that to her right now. That was the only mention? That was the only mention. But they don't mention by name. And they don't bring it up again.
0: Damn.
1: Now, I thought, I thought, and this is just me being nitpicky.
0: Yeah.
1: I thought May would say something like, at least I'll see him again. Or at least I'll be with him again.
0: Mm -hmm. Something
1: along those lines.
0: Nothing! That scene could have been that scene could have been crazy, man. That scene could have been crazy, but
1: I I did enjoy the shot where Peter is in the rain listening and watching uh J. Jonah Jameson talking. That the here's the here's one of the main themes about this entire thing. This is the thing that you know a lot of hardcore fans and casual fans, and I'm just gonna repeat it now. Mm -hmm. What it means to be Spider-Man is yeah, it's all it can be fun and dandy when you're saving people, but you lose so much in return. And this movie definitely depicted what it means to truly be Spider-Man.
0: Yeah. Oh, great point. Mm.
1: So even though you, you and I and probably a few others didn't shed that 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 emotional tear, like it wasn't like when Logan died. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like you you want to know what's funny. And I remember I did this with my girlfriend
0: mm-hmm.
1: and <laughs> she makes fun of me to this day. The only aunt may thing that really made me cry yeah. was in Spider-Man two. When she was telling Peter, Toby Maguire's Peter, yeah. the um, I believe there's a hero in all of us. Ooh. Ooh. And she gave this long monologue yeah. about how, Spider-Man inspires hope, and we die with pride in that whole speech. That gets me to cry every fucking time. She's and, she's rapping. And there were theories that there's a theory that she suspected that Peter was Spider-Man at that time that she kind of knew, but Did didn't want to say anything.
0: You know what? Really quickly, because like I said, I was at work that day, like reenacting old Spider-Man scenes, and then there was one scene in Spider-Man 2. Do you remember where they were at the bank and then, you know, Doc Ock breaks in? Yes. Peter, like they were at the bank, Doc Ock breaks in, and then Peter's running away. This scene broke my heart. Aunt May, she was like, don't leave me. And I was just like, oh my God. Like (laughs) From her perspective, old boy just ran out. (laughs) Doc Ock. But then Doc Ock kidnapped her. People, a lot of people have theorized that when Peter was trying to save her, she recognized his voice. So she knew ever since then. Hmm it was just like, I think Aunt May definitely was trying to spit wisdom because she knew he was going through so much, so she had to give that, you know, knowledge that she she has through her life.
1: Now, would you say that theory, like, both of our theories have been debunked in Spider-Man 3 when Peter told Aunt May that Spider-Man killed Sandman and she was like, that can't be. Spider-Man doesn't kill people.
0: 100%, because I, I feel like I feel like for Peter to say it in that way, she was she was trying to she was trying to console him, but at the same time saying, "Hey, you're wrong." But she didn't want to like change that dynamic. So like, mm-hmm. oh, let's pretend like I don't know. But like, you fucked up, fam. <laughs> like, you're wild. <laughs> so it's just like I think, I think in maybe in her heart, it's it's one of those things where you know you don't want to acknowledge it, but you know, at the end of the day, you know.
1: Okay. Well, before we get to the three, because I know we're going to spend a while talking about the three, like the three of them together. Yes, sir. I want, I want to talk about a couple of problems that I had. Ooh, let's get it. Yes, sir. Number one, I kind of hated Ned in this movie. I
0: Let's talk about it.
1: I don't understand what it is about young actors that are comic reliefs when they do way too much.
0: If we're talking about way too much, I really enjoyed his grandma scene. I think she did a little bit too much. And that kind of falls into the net umbrella. Like, uh-huh. We're in such an iconic moment. And then they're riffing, they're going back and forth. I'm like, fam, you got Andrew Garfield in your in your living room. Like, let's get to it. Yeah. This joke. I'm like, let's get to the ass kicking, bro. <laughs> like, what are we doing? And then, like- yeah.
1: You, it, oh my goodness, it's the thing with Ned, and I'm, every MCU movie does this, Ooh. where they go overboard on the jokes, and they go overboard on the comedy, and I get it, it's Disney, it's family friendly, what's supposed That's to be, good. like this is a funny movie and heartbreaking movie, there's no doubt about it, but Ned, I wanted less of him and yeah. more of the other characters.
0: This wasn't, this, this is not a side character movie, like this is Spider-Man, Three Spider-Mans. That's what we've all been waiting for. So any scene that they're not in, it's just on some what are we doing? You know yes, what I mean. yes. And
1: then on top of that, even though he was technically a plot device to bring the Spider-Man together, yeah, him learning Doctor Strange's portal thing, I call 100 percent bullshit. Call it, call it the doctor veteran move. Yes, Doctor Strange. And the ancient one did say that it takes months, if not years, of training to perfect something like that. He got it done in a matter of hours. Get the fuck out of—get the fuck. Fuck that.
0: And mind you, I didn't even know, like, you needed a ring.
1: Yeah, you do. Like like that that uh, uh, little—the bracelet thing, the ring thing. But he figured it out in hours.
0: He figured out by accident like he's, he was like oh zendaya was like do that again
1: he was like, all right oh my goodness like that uh-uh no i mm-hmm. one b- bullshit bullshit and i think the movie was trying to st- like i feel like the movie was trying to hint that maybe he could be part of the dr strange ensemble
0: 100 the cape was on him dr strange was like wow you did that yourself like they're throwing eggs at our face, throwing Easter eggs at us, bro.
1: Yeah. But then there are rumors that he's going to be a future hobgoblin.
0: Because Toby Peter, he did say, yo, my best, like he harped on the line, my best friend tried to kill me, blah, blah, blah. He really put emphasis on that line.
1: Yes. And then Ned, once again, he kept on doubling down on the joke saying, I promise I will not turn into a villain and try to kill you promise and and Tom Holland's Peter is like okay (laughs) what we talk about god damn Mm. the big three I I I know okay go ahead
0: can I get one more problem off before we start fangirling
1: no oh yeah I'm sorry yeah go ahead uh what were your problems
0: besides the Dr. Strange thing one major thing that had me so upset so they've been harping even since the trailers they showed that the spell went wrong. Uh-huh. It had me so upset. Doctor Strange is doing the spell. And then obviously Peter's talking, messing up the spell. But what they didn't show in the trailer, Doctor Strange doing the spell. Peter's like, yo, my aunt may gotta know. Strange was like, Yeah, well, I got you, bro. I was <laughs> like, we could do we could do exceptions. He's like, my, my my girl should know because you know I love her. Yeah, yeah, bro. I got you. <laughs> Ned should know because that's what my man. Yeah, bro. I got you. <laughs> Happy should know too. He said, all right, fuck that. Like, spell come on. I said, Peter literally had everything he asked for. He had it. Cause I know the hero's journey is to want something. And then it's like high stakes in order to get it. And then you realize it's not worth it. But yeah. Peter literally had everything he needed and he did not need to work for it. Fast forward to the end of the movie. He literally loses everything. That like, is so true. Why did we do Like, Dr. Strange literally said, yeah, your girl could know. And, and your auntie, bro. He had it tailor-made for him. So for him to have the opportunity and then lose it all, I felt like, what? why do we do all this? Mm. You literally had everything that you wanted. Tailor-made to how you wanted it. To go to the end of the movie where you you're by yourself, you're alone.
1: You know, it's funny you say that because I've been bitching for months months, and the listeners can attest to this, I've been bitching for months that Tom Holland's Spider-Man didn't feel like Spider-Man to me. Mm, and the reason why I say that is because with Homecoming and Far From Home, I didn't see them as Spider-Man films. I saw them as MCU films with Spider-Man in it, and there's a huge difference. percent. Spider-Man, throughout Homecoming and Far From Home, has been handed everything. Yeah. The suit, the Iron Spider suit. He's been helped by Tony Stark. He's been helped by the Avengers. Whenever, like, it was so easy to get to where he is now. Mm -hmm. That's why we talked about earlier on how this movie is a perfect depiction on the fact that, yeah, towards the end, he's alone now. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have anybody that he can depend on. He has to do everything by himself.
0: You, You can literally tell that by the costume took fabric, hand-sewed it, that's it. No iron suit, no, no, none of that. No legs coming out, nothing. Mm -hmm. All some cotton on his shirt, that's it. (laughs) it. So it sucks that it took three movies for him to get... Maybe they didn't trust that if they just gave us a Spider-Man, he would be able to accept all that responsibility. Maybe it took all these trials to be on some, all right, now we're going to throw some real shit at him because you've seen what he went through. Now it's just him. He has no help, no training wheels. Peter Parker,
1: like one gigantic origin story. And it took two films to establish that
0: three low key. Three. If you think about it. Yeah. So maybe, maybe these are all origin films. So, <laughs> Cause yeah, now, that makes sense. Cause with with everything that happened in Spider Man three, it's almost like all the things that happened before don't count because there's nothing left.
1: It was a huge sacrifice for him. Mm-hmm. Now, when Andrew Garfield first came onto the scene, dude, I cannot tell you how much I erupted. In the theater, I screamed. Wow. I didn't care if I was the only one. I screamed wow. my lungs out.
0: That was clap number four for me, bro. <laughs> like <laughs> that, that moment where, cause, cause you you feel it in that moment. You felt it. Ned opened up the portal. You saw the mask. It, it was just too perfect. Yo, uh, bring me to Peter. So, I'm gonna bring you to Peter. I right? <laughs> yeah. Up. That was the. When, when that scene first happened, that was the, the comic relief that I loved. Like, oh, show me your Spider-Man. What do you want me to do? I, I don't know. And he put his hand on the ceiling. That, that was funny.
1: Like, that that was awesome.
0: I, seen, I thought that scene was hilarious. So Andrew, like, he's the one. I, I hate how they made him like, like the emo guy in the, in the movie, though. Like the, the sappy dude. Like, y'all love y'all. They was like, shut up.
1: You, you know what? I actually like that. Mm-hmm. I, I do. I I actually like because before we get to that, yeah. then they bring in Toby Maguire. Dude, he is so oh my god, he's older. He's so god old. dude, he's so old.
0: He had the five o'clock shadow, bro.
1: He was old. Like, is he uh he's in his 40s now, right? Like late
0: 40s? Yeah, yeah, he has to be. Let me look that up. He yeah. has to be in his late 40s, and as soon as Mm-hmm. He was even looking old in the O2 Spider-Mans. Yeah, that's true. Old. So 20 years later, bro, it's nuts.
1: Yeah, 20, 20 years. Imagine being called back by a major studio uh, and gets pitched an idea be like, listen, we want you to come back in this movie. You, I, you I have- We understand you haven't played this character in 20 years, but we think it could be done. No, you are not just being a cameo. You're going to contribute.
0: You're in the third act bro like, act. all
1: of them contributed in this movie spectacularly
0: it was a spectacular amazing like it was nuts bro
1: and what i loved about it is they even though they're all different character, they're all different characters essentially yeah they're the same person different versions of it you got toby Maguire, who's the oldest the older brother figure
0: yeah, the 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 leader. He wasn't really the leader because it wasn't his universe. But he's like more he's experienced. Of, exactly. Like he's the most experienced. Even um even when when Toby first showed up and he spoke to Zendaya and, and Ned, he was just, oh I was looking for y'all. So it's on some. He knew what to do. Yes. Yeah. So he's he's definitely the one.
1: Andrew Garfield Spider Man. He's even though you didn't like it, I did like it. He's more empathetic. He he's more. He's more of someone that you can connect to the most. And Andrew Garfield is more passionate out of all three of them. 100,000%. Like, he's a diehard Spider-Man fan. Mm. And that's why it was heartbreaking when he didn't get the third movie. Yeah. But we did discuss it today. We did discuss it today. There are rumors now circling around that there's a chance they could bring him back as his Spider-Man in The Amazing Spider-Man 3.
0: That would be so iconic, just the the doors that this movie opened, because that that heartbreaking scene of Gwen Stacy dying, and then you're on some, oh, we, we gotta see Peter back. Nah, Tom Holland. It's so iconic if if they can create new like it, this movie was this movie was way bigger than itself, but at the same time, it it, it kind of was able to match that hype because mm-hmm. One thing that I told myself, I was just like the way that they're broadcasting this movie, showing the accolades, the actors, all of that. It was such a high bar to meet. So for them to be able to reach that bar, that just shows how iconic this movie was.
1: With all three of them together, who can you say now is your main favorite? Like, can you rank them from most favorite to least favorite? Because I'm going to give you my answer once I hear you yours. I think, um,
0: I think in terms of, I know I said I didn't like his character like that, but I'm like, I love his character. I just Uh didn't like certain quips that they gave him. Right. I think Andrew's number one. I agree. Definitely number two. Tom's number three. They're all phenomenal in different ways because I really love how this movie, I think, I feel like the people who wrote it, they just went on Reddit and they just looked at all the the shit that Marvel fans <laughs> talk about like yo Toby Toby he's the best Peter Parker because you know he was a little nerdy but Andrew he was the best Spider-Man cuz he he could talk the, the 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 fastest and then Tom is a combination of both they literally gave the fans that service in every scene that all three of them were in you know what i mean so that's my what's your order
1: you know what i have to say the same order and the funny thing was before going into this movie Toby has always been my number one because of nostalgia. 100%. And I feel like it's such an easy excuse and a cop-out whenever people go into nostalgia baiting and they give that as their reasoning for why they want something or why they love something. But after seeing the three of them together and them, first of all, they have great chemistry.
0: 100%.
1: Ooh. They they bounced off each other and sure. they worked so well with each other. No one really, even though it was Tom Holland's movie, no mm-hmm. one really had a major spotlight yep. at oh. that moment. Ooh. And after seeing that movie, I'm like, yo, I love Andrew Garfield now. Even though the two movies didn't do him justice.
0: Yeah, the writing, it was just, it wasn't, it wasn't Andrew. That writing was just horrible. The villains, they, they didn't connect. That movie had nothing to do with Andrew and his. Yes. Because he he was amazing. Uh, no pun. But he was amazing. <laughs> he, he killed that. And then my only qualm with Andrew as Spider-Man, he's so fucking cool as Peter Parker. He's too cool. Like, he'll take your girl and to- I-
1: I, I agree. I agree. He's, uh, like, I, I didn't buy the fact that he was this nerdy kid from yeah. Queens that is, like, a loser and has problem with girls. Like, if wow. I were to look at him in school, I'd be like, yo, this guy is, he's a punk skater what? and he knows, and he's smart and Andrew, he knows his shit. Andrew's getting hosed, bro. Like,
0: it's like, <laughs> <laughs> Stop the cat, bro. <laughs> like,
1: dude it, is, dude, it is so sad that he and Emma Stone broke up. Oh, my God. That, that, that. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not really big into, like, celebrity couples, yeah. but I'm like, God damn, man. There's actually a scene, not a scene, I'm sorry. Someone, a fan, actually recreated um a picture, and you can look at this up online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where Andrew is holding Emma Stone, but he's wearing his Spider-Man costume, and she's wearing the Spider-Gwen costume. I think I have seen that, yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm like, okay, that's that's pretty cool. It probably never gonna happen, but that's yeah. that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's And when the three of them are together, Ooh. and like I said, they bounce off each other, they're each different in their own way. Like the scene that really got to me was when Tom Holland's Peter, he was like, I'm done, I don't give a shit. I'm gonna kill this guy, I'm gonna kill Green Goblin. And they're both they're essentially better versions of. Him,
0: yeah, because I I hate the I hate the trope of y'all don't know what I'm going through. They're like, you don't see the spider on my chest? Like, I, I think I think I know. <laughs> like, but that just shows the age of of Tom Holland as you know Peter. He's, he's still has, learning, he's still learning, and he has to go through those experiences. Toby been through a major because I just looked it up, he's 46. So you know him as Spider-Man. He's been through so much. Andrew's Spider-Man, he lost Gwen. Like that, and that was him, like he he held her, you know what I'm saying. So they all been through so much. So I don't know why uh, Tom Holland was on some. Yeah, I don't know. No, nah, I think they do, buddy.
1: <laughs> well, he's a kid. Like he's, you don't know. Yeah, <laughs> he's 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 young, and like we said, he's he's still learning. He's still growing, and he's finally understanding what it means to be like the main core of Spider Man. He's finally yeah. understanding that, and. You know, even the lizard, when he was throwing him through the window, like, yeah, your actions have consequences. And this is what happens. Mm-hmm. By the way, the fact that William Defoe's Green Goblin was whipping his ass. That that fight scene, God damn, 20 years and William Defoe can still do it.
0: I did. I read. I don't know how true this is. I, I read that William Defoe said, I'm not coming back unless I'm doing my own stunts. I you know what? I- Said, yeah, yeah.
1: You know what? I, if it is a rumor, I hope that rumor is
0: true. He was, and it, <laughs> when I saw this movie, anytime somebody picks you up and gives you a Batista bomb, they don't, <laughs> they don't like you, bro. Like, they don't <laughs> fuck with you. And you know that you know that hurt Peter's feelings because when they fought the first time, William gave him the Batista bomb. At the end fight, Peter gave him the same bomb. He's like, I didn't like that, bro. I didn't like that. <laughs>
1: The there, were, there were a lot of wrestling moves. Yo, in if you this have movie.
0: A wrestling move in a fight. I don't like I hate you, bro. <laughs> like, I don't like you. If I hit you with an RKO, I do not fuck with you, bro. Like, <laughs> that was crazy. And then uh, another scene that, that made me laugh. You remember in Infinity War when Thanos gave Hulk the hands? And then he like he need his face. Yes. Spider-Man took William Defoe. He said, mm, "He does not like Green Goblin, bro. Like he hates are, him. These are moves that you use when you when you are enemies. Like I don't <laughs> like you. It was nuts.
1: The final battle between the three and the four of them. Because let's face it, Doc Ock has been cured by that point. <laughs> yeah. The four of them. The iconic shot where the three of them." There was a guy that was next to me that was trying to take out his camera and take a picture. I'm like, yeah, yeah nope.
0: <laughs> that, was, that was everybody the whole movie. <laughs> I'm like, if you don't put your phone down, bro. But, I, I like, I, I get it because, like, like we keep saying, 20 years in the making. Yes. Tonic.
1: Oh, my God. Um, One of my favorite scenes is when they're on the Empire State Building before mm. the battle begins, and they're just talking. They're like getting to know each other more. Where they're like, "Yeah, I fought this uh, guy in space, and he was purple."
0: You went to space,
1: and t- <laughs> 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 and Andrew and Andrew Garfield is like, "I, I want to fight an alien. I'm lame." <laughs> no,
0: nah, you Spider Man, you like you're amazing. That kills me. He's, you're amazing. I was like, amazing. They,
1: it was. They were very self aware over <laughs> how. That the movies could have been better.
0: I think I think that last act purely fanfare, bro. Oh, yo, you shoot webs from like like your body, organic webbing. Saying. Yes. Like that was literally, they said, We're gonna give the fans what they've been asking for, all the questions. I'm shocked they didn't like pull up with the with the pointing meme at each other because it was strictly fan service,
1: I, I think that would have them. It would have been funny, but I think they would have killed it. Where they were like, "eh." Mm-hmm. That
0: would have made it a little cringy. Eh,
1: just a little bit, eh, a little bit. It would have been funny, but it would have been cringy. Hundred percent. But God damn, the fight scenes. We You're- you spoke about you spoke about this earlier. Every character, almost every character, completed their arc in some way. Yeah. Villains got redeemed. Um, the Spider Men you know, they're going through their journey. Andrew Garfield saving MJ's life. That was clap number seven. That was perfect. Because he couldn't do that for Gwen.
0: Mm-hmm. And you know that killed him inside because, t- like, the way he held Zendaya, he was just like, I'm not letting this happen again. Yes. hmm
1: and, and, you know, Andrew Garfield always has tears in his eyes, too. I'm like, yo, this dude is a really good actor.
0: He is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Andrew himself, like, yeah, he killed that performance 100%.
1: The fight, like the final fight scene, Tom Holland is about to kill Green Goblin. And Toby, being the older brother figure that he is, he didn't have to say anything. I thought they were going to do a 180 and kill off Toby McGuire
0: Spider Man. Everyone thought that man was dead 100, 100,000%. Everybody thought he was gone.
1: Do you think that would have ruined the movie or would have it served it justice if they did?
0: I think if they killed Aunt May and Toby, it would have been awesome. This movie is nuts. But well, fuck, this movie's not afraid to go there. But <laughs> I think I think to give them an iconic send-off, you gotta you gotta do it like that. Even if that would make the, the movie itself better in terms of moving forward and the, the Spider-Man franchise. I think that's how you have to end it. The iconic, the three Spider-Man came in, the three Spider-Man came out. You got to mm-hmm. do it. Even if in that movie, it would have made it such a moment, you got to do it like that. You You can't kill this man.
1: You know, looking back on it now, and I know you're going to see it the second time and I'm going to see it the third time. Mm-hmm. Like, aside from the issues that I had with Ned and the Sinister Six, I have to ask this question. Mm-hmm. For many, many years now, and I'm still going back and forth in this. You can flip a coin and make an argument depending on what side it lands on. For many years now, Spider-Man 2 was depicted as the greatest Spider-Man movie. Did this knock it out of the park? Did this over, did this take that spot as number one? Or is it still under Spider-Man 2? Like well, what do you think?
0: I kept saying the longest time uh into the spider-verse greatest spider-man movie of all time okay no way home into the spider-verse right under that like spider-man 2 is phenomenal but the amount of iconic moments in no way home you you can't beat it just like when you watch endgame it's it's on some this was years in the making Yes. Like you know what it is. Certain things just cannot compare. Other movies cannot compare. Three multiversal Spider-Man. You you can't you can't touch it. No matter what. A Spider-Man movie going forward, it cannot touch that legacy. Because there's so there's so many steps that took to get to this moment. And that you you can't recreate that that feeling. I feel like that's why DC messes up with so many of their movies. Yeah. When you think about how Marvel did it. You, you go back to Iron Man one. Fast forward through so many different moments and peaks. You can't recreate time, like you can't substitute that time and energy that it gives to the audience. So, unless they want to wait another twenty years of buildup and then do it again, nothing nothing can compare.
1: You know, it's funny because we like we said this is twenty years in the making, and with the others, you can chalk it up to. Maybe they didn't plan it correctly. Maybe they didn't think that this was, they had no idea where it was going to go. And you have to think the passion that these actors have, where not only the three Spider-Man, but the villains, everyone put forth their A-game in this movie. Had to. They had to. And it kind of feels like this was more Sony's doing than Disney. And I don't, un- I I can't explain why, but I feel like Sony had more of a hand to play in this as opposed to Disney, 100%. and 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 I can't really explain why that is. I just have a strong feeling. But God, the three of them together, just seeing them together, fighting the good fights, you know, ending it the way they did, and the fact that the ultimate sacrifice, even though it. it even though you didn't like it, but it had to happen. It had to happen, huh? Mm-hmm. Where he asks Doctor Strange, "You know what? Make the whole world forget that Peter Parker exists."
0: Dude, and I got nothing left, man. It, it's
1: it's better this way.
0: Do the damn thing. And that moment of like the the ripples. He said, "Everyone's coming." Did you see the the? Yes. No.
1: Oh. Uh so I saw. I think I saw Craven. Oof. I think the first silhouette, because that's what they are silhouettes, in the yeah, purple ripples. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I I, I confirm three. I think I saw Craven, Rhino, and Scorpion. Oof. I, I yeah. gotta look. I gotta look back and yes, rewatch that, that again.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. Nuts! I think at that moment you got nothing left, man. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it all. That's look, it. one last time, he said, "Damn, babe, I I got to go."
1: <laughs> you know. I had a friend of mine uh, yesterday was like, oh, he should have went back to Mary Jane and, you know, he should have. And I'm like, why? It's going to put her in danger again. Ex- re-explaining then- everything of what happened. No, it was the it was the biggest sacrifice Peter Parker that Peter Parker would have ever made in his life.
0: And then he's got to live with it. Yeah, that was that decision.
1: Did you you know, I've been seeing this a lot online. Did you want the guy, um, the uh, the rent guy from Spider-Man to make an appearance?
0: The rent guy? What do you mean? Uh, oh, do, do you Spider-Man three?
1: Yes, the uh, from from the Spider-Man two and three, uh, the the rent guy to make an appearance. You know, because you saw Tom Holland's Peter, he's renting an apartment.
0: One man's apartment. <laughs> <laughs> that apartment trash, bro. You Know it's two thousand a month, too, bro. That apartment is garbage, man.
1: He had one box in New York, terrible, bro. Come on now. He's probably doing an application, be like, Okay, I need something with a big window,
0: like (laughs) big window that's easy to open. Yeah, yeah, Manhattan high rise. Sign me up. Oh my god, it's on machine.
1: Then we saw the suit, even though it was a quick glimpse. Yeah, and he definitely took inspiration from can um, I call him can I call them spider brothers or ver- versions of himself? I'm I'm gonna call you know what? Screw it I mean, just for this. His yeah. spider bros, his spider bros. Oh
0: that's cold, that's cold.
1: Yeah, he took inspiration from that, and he's like, you know what? This is new, this is me. I have to do this for me.
0: Mm-hmm. It is what it is, because I'm glad. Uh, obviously nobody else knows who Peter is and his head and his heart, like he knows what he went through. And that's so nuts that he's going to sound crazy. Cause imagine down the line, he meets up with Falcon or Bucky, even Dr. Strange again, yo, I I fought with you and Daniels. It's like, you're wild. (laughs) Like you're nuts.
1: No one is going to remember him
0: At at all. So as long as he knows the impact, that is what it is glad that he can you know walk away from that experience and then learn from it because he literally like we keep saying he lost it all
1: you know it's it's interesting because throughout the entire movie i was thinking to myself okay can tom holland really become the main spider-man that we've been asking for for a long time right and this movie did so much justice now they're talking about another trilogy that maybe involves him, another trilogy, you know, and chances are they might do Andrew Garfield, Spider Man simultaneously. Like,
0: iconic.
1: Oh my God. We got to the end now. Mm-hmm. Here was another thing that really bumped me out. Okay. They brought Venom in, and then he bounced why I, I i get the symbiote but why they were supposed to meet at some point
0: i think i think that was just like too much because if we dial it back to that venom post trailer scene of venom 2 i didn't see venom 2 but i saw the post trailer scene and then they were brought into the dimension obviously or the like the multiverse whatever uh-huh. and then ripped them out i think that was the best decision to keep it separate But then that little symbiote, because if you think about that post credit scene from Venom 2, they like locked onto Peter from the television. So you know that symbiote has the intelligence. So its goal is to find Peter because that Venom storyline isn't really about Tom Hardy and his like him as an actor. It's about literally the symbiote. So I think... Them doing that. They just wanted to cut out the the meat and potatoes. We, You know why, why this is here. We're going to have that Venom storyline. Rather than, oh, I'm going to fight the anti-hero, blah, blah, blah. You know what we're about to do with Spider-Man 7.
1: But I get what you're saying. And yet it still doesn't make sense to me. Because we saw in Morbius' trailer mm. where they have Spider-Man's picture on. And it says, murderer.
0: Oh, so obviously that's this time frame. So
1: like which time and they introduced Vulture in Morbius trailer, unless we think it's Vulture. It could be a different Michael Keaton for all we know.
0: Who knows, man? That's ironic about this. They about to take this to another place. And then at the same time, if we're introducing the multiverse, who's to say that that Tom Hardy actor can't pull up and eventually meet Spider-Man, you know? Yeah,
1: that's true. So we, we got to wait and see. Well, dude, we spoke so much about all of this and we clearly went over an hour, but you know what? It was warranted. And this movie, like we said, it exceeded our expectations. Yes, sir. Final thoughts, final thoughts. What would you like to see in a future Spider-Man film?
0: I think I, I would love to see Spider-Man link up with the Avengers again. Really? Why is that? Because we we've been through so much. I hate situations where people take you to a certain horizon and then take it all back. So, for everything that we've been talking about happening in the movies for it in the end to not matter anymore, mm-hmm. I feel like that's not fair because we we went through so much with Peter. So, he's got to link up with the Avengers again. He's got we got through. We got to see that.
1: Okay, okay. What do you think? For me personally, I want to see more of Spider-Man's Rogue Gallery introduced into the big screen. Mm. I want to see because apparently, and I even researched about this, if the multiverse angle did not work out in this movie, excuse me, if the multiverse angle wasn't going to work out, they were going to introduce Kraven the Hunter in the third movie. Mm. And you know what? That makes sense because Craven is supposed to be like the ultimate predator. Mm. So, I would like to see him make an appearance at some point in the future. I really want to see Black Cat. Nice. I, like I want to see. I, I'm a guy, so it is what it is. I love. Fe- <laughs> <laughs> I love female heroes that are done justice. Yes, sir. And I love it, you know, whether they're sexy or cool or you know, badass in their own way. Like, I want to see Black Cat because they did introduce Felicia Hardy in the Amazing Spider-Man 2. But obviously, yeah. we all know they didn't go anywhere with that. So yeah. give me Black Cat, give me Silver Sable, mm. and maybe, maybe we can have a Spider-Man, a Spider Gwen movie. Not now, but somewhere down the line.
0: Not 100%. That'll somewhere be,
1: down the line. I, I do not agree that they need to introduce Miles Morales yet. And, and you may disagree. You may disagree. But the reason why I say that is because we're still in Peter's story. I like it. Let Peter have more experience. And we're, I'm talking about Tom Holland's Peter. Yeah. Let Peter have more experience. Let him have more years as Spider-Man. That way, when Miles comes in, we know he can pass on the
0: torch. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, there have been two references. Well, at least two, because obviously Electro made the, the reference in this Spider-Man movie.
1: Yes, that there should, that there needs to be a black Spider-Man somewhere. I'm <laughs> like, oh, of course.
0: He, he tried to hit that line super hard. And then at the same time in Homecoming, you remember uh, Childish Gambino, his, his uh, portrayal in that movie. You Uncle that? Aaron. Yes. Uncle Aaron, he said, "Yo, I got a nephew that lived here. That was in the Homecoming, first Spider-Man. So I think he's that. Def- we're definitely gonna see him sooner sooner than later."
1: I'm not good with actors' names. Can you say anyone that could be a good Miles Morales?
0: I'm terrible with actors as well. <laughs> 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 I'm sit here and, and, and name like. So I, I have no clue, man. But hmm. I think you know Marvel does a does a great job. Like they they're gonna they're gonna handle that.
1: Yeah, as opposed to DC when sometimes they uh, you know, sometimes miscast.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Jesus
1: Christ. <laughs> but dude, like, what is the next thing to look forward to? I mean, you know, are you a are you a DC fan like myself? Like, do you like all or are you strictly Marvel?
0: No, I love DC as well. But in terms, it's just Marvel got the movies, DC has the like the uh series on lock so. and comics. Mm-hmm. and the comics, but I don't really delve that deep into the comics. I just like to watch the adaptations of it, but mm-hmm. like, what, what can we really expect, you know? The end of Loki, obviously, so we're waiting on that, and then, um, like, this new phase of Marvel, waiting on that. I don't know what DC's cooking, but I, like, I'm excited for that as well.
1: It's pretty clear that DC is going to focus around Batman and do the world building on Batman, yeah. which they should have done from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest here. Like,
0: <laughs> they better not fuck out.
1: Yeah, they better not. Rod, it was an ultimate pleasure to have you on this podcast. I know we went way over an hour long, but you know what? These are moments where I love doing what we just talk and we just fanboy
0: the shit out of a movie. A great
1: one, by the way.
0: Amazing. I appreciate you so much, man. Like, keep doing your thing. This was it was so much fun. Like, I can't even, it doesn't even feel like an hour one by, man.
1: Do you have a uh, uh an Instagram or Twitter that people can follow you, and if they want to get a hold of you and see if they could pay you to do their work or whatever?
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, Instagram Roddy J all day. I'm just fucking around posting like dumb shit, but that's it. That's all I got. All right, guys, that
1: was it. This is the end of Spider Man. We're probably gonna talk about it again at some point, but you know what? That's how awesome this movie was. Rod, once again, thank you so much for being part of Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast. Now, with that being said, there has to be a quote, and I'm going to let you pick the quote, whether it's superhero or supervillain. What's one quote through all Spider-Man films that you can think right now that you would like the listeners to always remember? That's right. I'm putting you
0: on blast. I mean, at the end of the day, with great power, great responsibility
1: you hear that right you hear that right indeed rod have a good night and i'll basically i'll see you at work tomorrow
0: <laughs> we're gonna to, to talk about more spider-man again like oh yeah
1: chances are chances are dude take care of yourself all right you're the man all right man web swing we out